We are at the very bottom of Daf Kavav Amad Aleph, the Mishnah. The Mishnah writes like this Tarat Azara. So we mentioned this idea that the Kohanim sort of like uh, are Matahar everything after the Regal. It seems like even though we said that uh, the Ameha Aret are, are Ne'emanim when it comes to Tumantara for the Regal. Nonetheless, <laughs> once it's over, we try to be retire everything. That's a subject of some uh, some achlok, anyways, and it's a little bit of discussion, right? How much do we believe them going forward? But nonetheless, so if we're doing it, so how do they do it? So it says, Avar haregel. Sorry, I lost my voice. Sorry. Matbilin and takelim shayuba mikdash. So we we immerse all the kelim in the mikdash and the mikvah. And they say to them, and Rashi says, So during the regal, we say to the Kohanim, who are Ame Haaretz, which is a kind of a, a funny idea, right? That it's not just regular people who are considered to be Ame Haaretz, Kohanim themselves could be. We say to them, Be especially careful not to touch the Shulchan. Okay, and we'll see more about the Shulchan. The assumption is going to be that it's going to be very difficult to not to be the Shulchan in the uh, mikvah, and that per se is not the issue. We'll see. It really has to do with an issue of you want the bread, right, the lechem hapanim that's on the shulchan to be there tamid, to be there constantly. And if you have to take the shulchan out to put it in the mikvah, so you won't, you'll be lacking that thing. But one other thing that's just interesting to note is that you're dealing with Kohanim Amiaris. You might have thought they would say, we don't use Kohanim Amiaris. Sorry, like if you're an Amiaris, you don't get to be part of the job. And the answer is no. Uh, they can. They still allow these kohanim to serve in the base of We just say, okay, be extra careful. Okay, Mer- moving along in the mission. Now we're now we're on a bit. Kol hakelim shayub mikdash yeshem shnimushlishim. This is actually a very important idea that uh, not everyone knows that all the kelim that were in the mikdash had set doubles and triples, you know, sort of copies of the kelim. So they could always be replaced. If some why sheim nitmeu harishonim yaviushtim tachtehem. That if the first ones became tamei, they could just replace them with the second ones. Furthermore. All the kelim in the mikdash require tefillah. Rashi said me pay tumata regel because of the tuma of the regel. But chutz in mizbacha zahav mizbacha nechoshet in bezhehen kikarka diver abelazer. Except for the mizbacha zahav. Mizbacha zahav is the mizbacha that we bring the Torah. That's when it's inside the kodesh, and also mizbacha hanechoshet, the copper mizbech. Okay, because they are like. Um, Land, they're like the ground, and the ground can't become tamei. One second, just look at Rashi. The Rashi says, karao mizbach adama." Okay, it's called a, uh, a mizbech of dirt, and in fact, they were filled with dirt, and uh, and that's why it's uh, it's going to be tahor. For shulchan had the amran delo naguba. When the shulchan, we said already because we didn't touch it. Yeah, right. Um, why do we need second and third scaling? If we can, if we can, uh, the well, it could be an issue of timing, meaning like you can always do it right away. And also, it's not, remember, the, the Kalim we're saying are not just like the, uh, let's say, like the menorah or something like that. We're talking also about like all the bowls and the spoons and the forks, all those different things, also, like you said, have a lot of supplies. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Uh, agree that, um, they don't, uh, these things don't go to the mikvah, but not because they're like hard cuts, because they are covered. They're like gilded, right? Like covered in, uh, in gold, whatever. And that would, uh, would, um, remove the need to put them in the mikvah. Okay, the Gemara says as follows. Tana, he zaharu, he tell him to be careful, shema tigu bashulchan uvam norah, unless you touch the shulchan or the menorah. So the Gemara says, batana di dan my time elotani menorah. So, so, okay, but our, our Tana, why didn't he say the menorah? He only says to be careful about the shulchan. Why not mention the menorah at all? 
Shulchan Ktiv Bei Tamid, Menorah Loktiv Ba Tamid. Okay, it's a difference. It's machlok and tanaim, right? Because our tanaim would say, yeah, the shulchan says we're tamid. So tamid, you have to be very careful. You're not going to be. So you want to have tamid. All the, you never want to take it out to put it in the mikvah because there will not be tamid. Menorah never says tamid. So you don't have to. You're allowed to take the menorah out at one point to put it in the mikvah. This other tana disagrees. The Gemara says ve'idach. This other one. So the other guy, why would he think that Yudavka then can't move the menorah? It doesn't say tamid. What's the problem? Kevin dechtibet hamenorah nochach al shulchan. Since the pasuk says the menorah is opposite the shulchan, kiman dechtibet tamid dami. It's like it says tamid because it's basically like parallel to the shulchan in that regard. Okay, so that's why he says that. Ve'idach and artana. The other one. Ha'hu likvoala makom hu daata. That idea of nochach shulchan is only to establish where the menorah is supposed to be placed, like the place where it's supposed to be. Oh, directly opposite. Nothing to do with tamid at all. Okay, the Gemara then says, "V'tepukli dekliyta asri lenachadu." Rashi says, "V'tepukli." Tepukli means you can resolve this question. Look at Rashi. V'tepukli di'inami nagel b'shulchan lo mitamule. The Gemara is saying, "Why do I have to be so careful about the shulchan? You could just respond and say it's a kli ha'itza asri lenachad. It's a wooden vessel." Right, the shulchan is made from wood. Asula nacha means it's meant to stay in one particular place. And if that's the case, the Gemara continues, the whole kliyes asula nachat lo metame. And any kliyes that's meant to be kept in one place, it doesn't become tame at all. So who has? So why have to be careful not to touch the shulchan? It doesn't become tame. Mark says, my time, but what's the reason? What's the reason that it's not metame? Dumi de sak ba'inan. Because it has to be like sak, like sackcloth. Look at Rashi again. Dumi de sak ba'inan, le'inyan tuma hukshu kli'etz le'sak. There's a juxtaposition between, between wooden vessels and sackcloth. Dikhtiv kol ashir yipol alav mehem b'motam yitma, mikol kli'etz o begado or o sak. So they're putting the same pasuk, all these things about the idea of becoming tame. What's the point here? Back in the Gemara. Ma sak mitalto male berekam. Just as sackcloth can be carried around full or empty, right, like this bag can be full or empty, so to anything else that can be carried around full or empty, as opposed to this cleats that's meant to stay in one spot, it's not going to be carried around, so therefore apparently it doesn't become tame. So Gemara says, no, not so fast. Really, the shulchan also is something that can be carried around full and empty. What does that mean? According to the Rishalakish's opinion. What does it mean when the Buzzard says, on the pure shulchan, that implies that it becomes tamay. Why? Again, I'm going to show like this, right? It seems to be the same thing. What's going on here? It's this wooden vessel that keeps one place. Rather, what it teaches us is they used to take the shulchan and lift it up and show it to the people who came to be Ola Regal, to all the pilgrims. They showed them the lechem upon the showbread. They said to them, Look how much you're so beloved before, the, before Hashem. Its removal is like it is arranged. Meaning what? The Amr Abishua ben Levi, there was a great miracle that happened with the lechem upon him. Just as it was arranged, so too it's removed. I'll explain exactly what that means. Shnei Marzah says, "Lasum lechem chom beyom hilakcho to place warm bread on the day it was removed." Meaning the idea is that just as the bread was placed down fresh and it was like nice, uh, you know, warm like uh, lechem, so too when they removed the lechem, it was also just as warm. 
Okay, that was a big miracle to happen. And if that's the case, that they would show the people, so it's not something that would stay in place and always remain there forever, they would actually pick it up and remove it, and therefore, or at least pick it up a little bit, excuse me, and therefore, um, that explains why it was uh, something we were concerned that the Ameha Aris shouldn't, uh, shouldn't touch it. Okay. So why don't we say that's because it's uh, it's gilded, it's covered. as we learned in the Mishnah, Masach Kelim, Hashulchan says we have a table or a dulpaki, it's another type of uh, vessel, which became um, diminished or that was covered in marble. Okay, and the, the idea was if covered in marble, marble is stone. Stone, generally speaking, does not become tamay. But in the covering, you left a place that was uncovered where you could place enough space that you could place uh, uh, glasses. Uh, it's Tameh. Meaning, if you left it off, it's Tameh. Okay, Rabbi says, well, he agrees in principle, it's just not about for kosot, it's like pieces of meat that have to be placed there. Either way, the point is that if it's missing part of the cover, it becomes Tameh. The implication being, if it's fully covered, it does not become Tameh. It doesn't become Tameh. So that's the idea. That it, would, it, would no, it would not be able to become, based on that, to become Tameh at all. So what are we worried about? And if you'll say, well, which is acacia wood, maybe it's different because it's significant that it's not nullified by the tipoi, by the cover. Maybe that's a different thing. So, that works well according to Rishlag. She says this whole halacha is only said for clay, which comes from overseas, which is like, I guess, an inferior type of wood. That's where the cover renders it impossible to become tamayim. Which is a higher quality wood, let's say. It wouldn't be batel, and its covering wouldn't make it not be able to become tamayim. So, shoppers, that works well. Because the same would be said for the shulchan, which is made from this nice wood, acacia wood, and that's why when it becomes tamay, by uh, become exempt, excuse me, from tuma because of the uh, the tzipui, the covering. disagrees. He says no. All that even the claim of any type of quality of wood, if it's covered, it is batel, and therefore it doesn't become tamay. My claim, what are you going to say? How can it become tamay? And if you'll say, it's a lot of half a minute here. And if you say, if you say, one has to do with a tzipoy that's omed and one's not. Rashi says, that's not like held down well by like nails. So maybe the one of the mikdash is not like held down so well and therefore it doesn't count as a real tzipoy and that's why it becomes tamay. Uh, if you'll say that, one second, I lost my place. Um, but asked that question. He said, He says, only if it's a, like a permanent type of covering or or not. If there's a cover, the Levaz Bazav is like the rim of it or not cover the rim of it. Um, and it doesn't make a difference. Either way, the tzipor is going to be problematic. So we're going to say, rather we'll say, Shani Shulchan. We'll say, no, the difference is that the Shulchan is fundamentally different. It doesn't follow the regular rules of tzipor that would normally, again, at least going to Rabbi Yochanan, render the item, in, um, you know, uh, um, not susceptible to uh, Tuma, why? Let's just go to the Kavzam Alaf for a moment. Derachmana Karye 
eight, because the Torah referred to it as wood. Dichtiv, as it says, hamizbeach eights shalosh amot gavoa ve'arkosh daim amot umikso tavlo ve'arkove kiratav eights vaydeber elai zeh hashochan eshalifnei Hashem petach b'mizbeach. Sorry, mivnei Hashem. Sorry. Okay, so that pasuk, that pasuk is telling us that it is uh, made from wood. And the point is, Rashi says, Af kshahu even though it is covered with gold or nechosha, whatever it is, nonetheless, <coughs> um, with gold in this case, actually, uh, with the shulchan. Uh, so therefore, because it's referred to as wood, it is considered to be wood, and that's why, even according to Rabbi Yochanan, it would be susceptible to tumah. There's a little bit more before the two das, but we have tomorrow just a small bit to do, so we'll stop here and continue tomorrow.